This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. In alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahadihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين عباد الله يقول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس تقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي فلا أسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوى والذين هم محسنون My brothers and sisters I start by praising Allah Almighty for Allah is worthy and deserving of our constant praise and gratitude and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad صلوات الله وسلامه عليه My brothers our Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam would advise us in all aspects of our life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent our Messenger to perfect moral character. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is our role model in everything. So it's extremely important upon us whatever we are discussing that we should ask ourselves, what was the Prophet like in this situation? What example did he set for us? He is the ultimate authority that we follow. He is the one who legislated, of course, by revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right and wrong. And he embodied that. That's why when his beloved wife Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, was asked, about the Prophet ﷺ character, she said his character was the Qur'an, he was the living embodiment of the Qur'an. So if you want to understand the Qur'an, you need to learn who the Prophet ﷺ was. It's very important that we all understand that. What I want to talk about today, ikhwani wa akhwati fillah, is our sisters, our wives, the treatment of our wives, and what the Prophet ﷺ said about it, what our religion has said about it, and more importantly, what we should be doing. We have a problem in our communities and our societies. And that problem, ikhwani wa akhwati fillah, is um, the ill treatment of our woman folk, the ill treatment of our wives, even our sisters and our daughters. This is a fact. It's not a pretty fact, but it exists, it exists ikhwani fillah. And our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was someone that addressed the issues in his community. And our Prophet ﷺ would address the issue of the treatment of women a lot in the sunnah. You would find him giving us advice over and over again. You would find him correcting his companions in the way they are with their wives. 
And we should also benefit from that, ikhwani fillah. If you want to understand how important it is, our relationship with our spouses and our wives, and their rights, and of course, a husband has rights and the wife has rights, and our religion is a religion that clarified and taught rights and responsibilities. Everyone knows what they have to do, and everyone knows what should be done for them. It's very clear. As a parent, you know what you should be doing for your children. Your children, you teach them what they should be doing for the parents. As couples, the wife has rights she must fulfill for her husband. The husband has rights he must fulfill for his wife. They each have responsibilities they must do and rights they have. And this is, goes for all aspects of society. Your neighbor has rights upon you. Even your pets and the animals have rights upon you. This has been made clear in our religion. So, with regards to discussing the rights of the wives, particularly, it's so important that Prophet ﷺ in his most important speech, the farewell speech, the final gathering that most of the companions were with the Prophet ﷺ, not long before he would pass away, that khutbah that a hundred thousand companions were listening to, the khutbatul wada'ah, the Prophet ﷺ had only a few moments to address us. And I urge you all to study that khutbah. These, these were among the final statements of the Prophet ﷺ. And what did he focus on? A whole aspect of it was related to the woman folk, to the wives. And the Prophet repeated a few times, Fear Allah with regards to your wives. Fear Allah with regards to your wives. And this goes for every husband. Fear Allah because Allah will ask you. How you treated her. How you're with her. You were married for her for 20 years. 30 years. Whatever the case is. How have you, Allah will ask you about the ikhwani fillah. And it's extremely important we understand what our deen wants from us. We need to be more like the Prophet. And I want to highlight something. A lot of times when we are speaking about the treatment of our sisters and our wives, the conversation becomes, don't hit them and don't beat them. That shouldn't be what we're talking about. Sadly, it is, but it shouldn't be. Similarly, when Allah speaks about our parents, what does Allah say? And be especially dutiful to your parents. Allah rarely tells us, or even never tells us in the Quran, don't be abusive towards your parents. There is one statement, don't even say oof to them. The smallest thing. Don't grunt. Don't show them that, you're, that you dislike what they're telling you. Basically, the Quran is telling us with regards to our parents, be the best. Forget abuse and wronging your parents and insulting them and not listening to them. Be the best you can be. And we need to have a similar conversation when we're talking about our wives. It shouldn't be that we're talking about all the time that we are harming them. It should be how can we treat them better. That's where we should be. And that's what the Prophet ﷺ was reminding us. The Prophet said in a hadith, The best among you, O men are the best, the ones who are the best to their wives. That is the benchmark. The best among you are those who are the best to their wives. When they speak, they speak in the best manner, like in the Quran, say to the people a beautiful speech, talk to them nicely and gently. If the people, the general public, deserve for you to speak to them in the best way, what about your own wife? The way you treat her. The Prophet ﷺ said, after salam, right, spread the greetings. When you go home, do you greet your wife? 
Do you show her kindness? The Prophet said, Tahadu, tahabu. Give each other gifts and you will love one another. How often are you giving your wife gifts? This is what we should be asking ourselves. This is who the Prophet was. And you can clearly see that with his relationship with his wives and how much they loved him. Although he was Rasulullah he was also a husband. And this is why it is important. And I actually genuinely feel that when young men are getting married and the ones who were married for a while, Learn about the seed of the Prophet. Be like the Prophet ﷺ in your home. Be like the father the Prophet was with your children. Be the husband he was. Or at least try to be. At least try to be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Almighty in the Quran when he was addressing the couples. And especially the men, Allah said, This is in the Quran, ikhwan And live with them with kindness and gentleness. Bil ma'roof. The scholars say bil ma'roof, live with them. How you should be living with your spouse is bil ma'roof. They say this means with kindness and gentleness, but also it means bil ma'roof according to the culture and the custom, the best way where you live. Meaning what? Cultures and customs differ. So you have to take that into consideration. This is why the scholars, when they understood this, they said, for example, a married couple in a certain area, if the custom and the culture is that the wife gets to do this or does this or is given this much dowry or, or for her monthly allowance or whatever the case is, the benchmark is what the culture and the custom is. That which is agreed upon. So there is actually in our sharia, we look at the culture and the custom that, that which is good and doesn't go against Islam. So, ikhwani fillah, the way you treat your wife should be based on the Quran, the sunnah, it should be based on gentleness and kindness, it should be based on how the Prophet ﷺ was, and you should give her the rights that she deserves. Now, our wives need a similar khutbah. They also need to learn about the rights of their husbands, but today we are addressing this issue, ikhwani fillah. The Prophet ﷺ used to be surprised when men would strike their wives. Will one of you strike his wife? It was something, although the culture that the Prophet lived in, it was a very normal thing to do. The Prophet ﷺ went at it from a rational perspective. Does one of you strike your wife and then be intimate with her later on? For you or hug her? It doesn't make sense. It is not the manly thing to do. This is very important, ikhwani fillah, to understand. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ, one time the woman of Medina, they complained to him. They complained about their husbands. It shows you again this topic wasn't taboo. The sisters and the wives and the woman folk would come to the Prophet ﷺ complaining about their husbands. But this is natural. People transgress upon each other. People, they make mistakes, but they spoke up. And they should be able to speak up. And they went to Rasulullah ﷺ who did a khutbah about this and said, those among you whom the wives have been complaining about you, they are not the best among you. They are not the best among you. Why not? The best among you are those who treat their wives the best. Ikhwani fillah. The concept of striking your wife or hurting her. And nowadays we even have something uh, like emotional abuse or verbally dis- uh, uh, degrading them. This is not Islam. This is not our prophet. This is not our religion. And rather than just talking about it and reiterating these points all the time, our prophet wasn't like this. We need to embody this, ikhwani fillah. Be more like the Prophet ﷺ in the treatment of your wife. Be more like the Prophet ﷺ in your life generally. Alhamdulillah, I'm going to conclude with a few points. Number one, 
Everything that you do in this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask you about it. It is being written down by the angels and you will be held accountable for it. We have a responsibility for those who uh, are under our care. Your children, your spouse, they are your responsibility and Allah will ask you about them, how you treated them and how you were with them. It is extremely important that we understand this responsibility. And ikhwanifillah, they are also a source for good for you. You can gain a lot of reward by just being a father. You can gain a lot of reward by just being a good husband. The Prophet said to us, you will get rewarded by providing food for your family. Even the morsel of food that you put in the mouth of your wife, Allah rewards you for it. This was the wording of the Prophet The Prophet encourages us when we go into our home to greet, to be kind, to be gentle. In fact, he said, everything that has gentleness in it is better. It is not the sunnah to be harsh in your home, not with your children and not with your wife. The sunnah is to be kind and gentle. Now sometimes you'll have to deal with issues and problems, but even then, do it in the best way. Do it with gentleness and kindness. Gentleness does not enter anything except it makes better, the Prophet said. Let's fear Allah Almighty in our treatment of our wives and let's listen to the Prophet ﷺ final khutbah when he said, when he said, Fear Allah with regards to your women. The final point I want to share is, the Prophet ﷺ never struck anyone. And I want to, I, this was, whether it was the woman folk or the children. Never. This is who he was. There's no need. Be more like the Prophet ﷺ. Emulate who he was. He never struck anyone. You know who's reporting that hadith? It was Aisha anha. And the Prophet ﷺ one time came across a companion who had a servant. And this servant did something wrong. That resulted in a lot of the sheeps or the goats of this companion being eaten. So he didn't, he didn't do his job properly and this upset him and he struck him. The Prophet ﷺ was standing behind him and he realized what he did was wrong. And then what did the Prophet say to him? Allah has more power over you than the power you have over this servant. And the companion said, Ya Rasulullah, I will never do this again. And the Prophet stood there silent. And then he said, Ya Rasulullah, I will never do this again. Until he said, I, Ya Rasulullah, I am going to free this servant. And the Prophet said, if he didn't do that, you would have been punished for that. If he didn't do that. So this is how the Prophet was reminding us that even if we have power over others, authority over others, that we should never abuse that authority. Fear Allah. Wherever you are, fear Allah with regards to your family, fear Allah with regards to your wives. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us more like the Prophet I ask Allah to forgive our sins and our transgressions. I ask Allah to forgive our sins and our transgressions. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور والسعي المشكور وعمل المتقبل المبرور هذا وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org